Hey everyone, this is your girl Evelyn. Hey, welcome, welcome. I'm your girl Lara to the shizzle. Oh my God. We are so so cringe. We are so cringe. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm Lara. I'm Evelyn, and this is the Once Upon a Niger podcast. Welcome, welcome. So today we're just going to take it in a more kind of like personalized way and share a little bit or just about who we are and just reflect on on the episodes that we've recorded and where we want to go yeah the podcast and there'll be a little bit of gisting because we're going to be this is going to be our last episode for this um season yes so we're going to be away from your ears for a while but we'll be definitely back but before we go we just want to leave you with a bit of ourselves right so I mean, how have you found the podcasts, the, the recordings, just starting this journey from when we first had the initial idea of, let's do this, from that day, where was it? We went to, we went to the city, we went to yes, London Bridge. we were at it? London Bridge, it was, you know, the, the, those rare days in London where it was sunny and it was, hot. Oh, it was lovely. <laughs> and we were walking, we yeah. walked past Tower Bridge. Yeah. And we just took a moment to read a plaque that gave some information about the history of the Tower of London. Yeah. And I think we continued walking along the river. And I think he was speaking of your desire to just, you know, do something creative. Because we were walking past the Tower of London and Mm -hmm. I was saying how, isn't it interesting that you're just walking in London and there's all this history just mm. like around you yeah and that you can just stop and read about something that tells mm. you i was like i wish nigerian history was that accessible mm. i think that was kind of like part of what sparked the conversation yeah and i was talking about how what i would love to do with history and all this stuff and obviously i'd written a book by that time about nigerian some notable figures in nigeria but yeah and then i was just like lara let's do something yeah Let's come together and do something. And I think, no, it's been really good actually doing this podcast. It's been a really great way for me to engage and, you know, be a student of mm. of Nigerian history, a student of history. And it's been it's been a real pleasure to talk about it with you. Aww. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's been it's been really good actually. And I think one of the things we both kind of established when we set out to do this was that we're not here to be experts, no. right? We're not we don't know it all. We know something, we don't know some things, and we just want to share our knowledge and also our journey of discovery. And I think, yeah, being a student in this whole process, just trying to top up on some of the things that I know and even learn afresh some mm. things. It's been quite interesting. And I think it's been interesting also being able to share it with people mm-hmm. and perhaps be the catalyst for a conversation to happen mm. around certain things. And even perhaps be the people to bring some of these people we've spoken about to the knowledge or to the forefront of people's minds, you know? Yeah. So I've really, I've really, I'm really glad we've done it because it's one thing thinking something yeah and it's another thing actually like not letting your idea of perfection get in the way yeah for sure for sure because i 
have been told that I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> I struggle to accept that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I think everyone likes to think there's a bit of perfectionism in them all, but yeah. yeah. And so for me, you know, us putting out the episodes, like we are well aware that, you know, there's always a like, room for improvement in our production, in, you know, the things that we talk about. There's just so much that can be done, but I think it's just actually having it done is really important. And I think... That's been a theme, you know, through through the topics we've spoken about. They, you know, we've spoken about people who just get things done. done. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of progress is is imperfect. Yeah. And it was really interesting, like, earlier on, your mum was saying how, oh, you know, you never know where this might end. And, um, you know, you might get millions of whatever, whatever. And it's like, it's nice because you really don't know if everyone knew... If you can see the end from the beginning, mm. whether bad or you just it will forfeit the whole point of the journey of getting there, the learning, the building, the development, the good, the bad, and all the growth that happens along the way. Mm. But I'm just glad because one of my one of my mantras from years ago was feel the fear and do it anyway. You know, feel the anxiety, feel the lack of preparedness, but still do it anyway because you never know what opportunities you're preparing yourself for mm. in that process. And we're hoping for big things. You yeah. Know? You know what it makes me think of? I don't know if you've seen on social media, these young boys and they, like, they recreate... Ikorodu boys. I think that's the... They recreate they... films, um, scenes from films and things. Like Netflix. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're just, they, they were just doing what they were doing for the pure joy yeah. of, you know... Do it playing make believe, and they don't have you know the this these massive budgets to get stuff done. But they've gained so much, so many followers, so much publicity, and you hope that you know it would benefit them in a way in which it can you know they can like improve their lives. But if anything, what I've realized with this and and that example is that people actually actually sometimes care less about the quality yeah. of the production and it's really about the heart and the content yeah you know so i'm definitely looking forward to us like improving the quality of the content that we provide to the listeners and we're definitely like open to feedback and hearing about what the listeners want um us to talk about or discuss so yeah send us send us your send us your ideas you need to listen to us guys you need to share it you need to share our episodes you know if you enjoy anything we've discussed you need to spread the word spread the love and this is how we get the audience and you know we're able to also get the things we need for us and get encouraged to continue because it's important to be encouraged and i think i have to say that even just like the few listeners that we've had in the last, well, it's been, what, 10 weeks, 12 weeks now we've been doing this and just getting comments here and there, you know, just saying, oh, that was a good one or, you know, you could do this better and that. It's really important to get this feedback and it helps to, A, sometimes affirm what you think is good already or B, help you to correct and make improvements where when necessary and I think because we invest quite a lot of time in this as well because that's the thing like it needs to be because the kind of time we invest in this you need to believe in what you're doing and we believe in what we're doing we believe in the need for having 
a history podcast that talks about Nigerian history and just kind of brings it in the forefront. So, yeah, I guess that's a nice sort of a segue into introducing our our beginnings. And then I want I'm interested to know though what's been your What's been the most surprising thing you've learned in the last... What's been like the most shocking or just something that's shocked you or stood out to you? In in like the research that... Yeah, just done. like in your learnings in the last 12 weeks. You know what I've been really impressed by actually... You know, I think I said in one episode that I was struggling to find information on, I think it was the Ladi Kwali Kwali episode. It was difficult, it was difficult, I think, to find information on her and hear her voice. But doing research for the other episodes, I'm really actually impressed by um, how Nigerians are documenting their history now. Hmm. So, for example reading on the NSARS movement and just simply going to the Wikipedia page it's really good that I was obviously like alive when yeah, this happened yeah. so I can read it and be like yes this, I remember I yeah. remember this did actually happen and that's one thing that's really like excited me in that you know we we talk about how we're concerned about there not being maybe an appetite to study Nigerian history but I think I've actually become a lot more hopeful in that you know, exercises like Wikipedia where, you know, you have people writing articles, you know, so that we can look back and remember. It has really impressed me and I'm really grateful for. So that's something that I think has definitely, you know, I'm, I'm happily like surprised, or not surprised, but I'm, I'm happy to like recognise it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think I'm impressed by how much of that the the format is kind of similar to what you've said but just seeing it being being distributed in different formats so i've seen quite a few films on events in history mm-hmm. so like we talked about the whole uh olibiri talking about the oil wells that was found and stuff there's actually i believe there's a film on netflix about i'm not on netflix on amazon prime on the about women's riot okay yes i forgot what it's called now but i watched it and there's been a few other ones as well and even just seeing films where they're fictional but this they're kind of like fiction around a particular time in nigerian stuff and i'm here for that Mm. because one of the things i said you know at the time when we were thinking of starting this pod is about how making Nigerian history accessible. So like, it's good to be able to like, just Google and find things, but it's also good to just feel like I can watch a play that is about something random, but in that play, I can have a good lesson on Nigerian's history, just get a bit of an exposure to, oh, back in those days, you know, this and this happened, that and that happened. Um, you, you mentioned Netflix. There's actually going to be another film about a historical figure coming out on Netflix yeah. called Amina. Oh yeah, Amina. So Amina of Zaria, Queen yeah. Amina of Zaria. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's coming out on Netflix. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it the oh, other day. Oh, I haven't I'm seen really that. excited. Oh, I'm to excited see that. as well. Yeah, the quality, um, the production value looks really good. Yeah. And the acting, you know, looks good as well. Okay. So that's something I'm definitely excited. Yeah. Maybe we should be doing some reviews of these historical films. We should films. when we watch them. Yeah, we should. No, I'm really. Do you know one of the people um that I'd really like to learn more about is Jaja of Okoibo, Queen 
I'm not going to get into it, but I just mentioned his name. Yeah, there's so many people. And even, like, you know, like, mythical figures, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I feel some type of way. But, yeah, so, like, you know, like, in the in the Benin tradition or in the Yoruba mm. tradition, they talk about all these gods and this and that. And they just, I call them mythical because, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they were they ever existed. <laughs> they yeah, were, they were, the yeah. stories were told, but just something fictional, fictional about them, depicting them, talking about them. You know, just the the fantasy kind of. Yeah, and there's really some really great like young adult no- novels actually yeah. that kind of like play on that. Yeah. So there's a Nigerian, I think she's a Nigerian American author Tommy oh Tommy Adeyemi Children of Blood and Bones yes yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I've read the first two and yeah. I'm always checking her website and her social to be like coming out. when is the next one and that's a really fun like entry point yeah because obviously she pulls on a lot of yeah, um, yeah. Yoruba um, history history and you know uh, and beliefs. all those good beliefs yeah. and stuff like that, yeah so I'd like to see more more of those sort of historical that, they're going to become films I heard, yeah. yeah, yeah, I look forward to that. And although it's not like, you know, Nigerian history, history, but it does tell you something, because it makes reference to things mm. that we're going to recognise, you know, that yeah. Nigerians will recognise. Absolutely. Um, and I think, yeah, it's a, it's an introduction to learning about, yeah. about things. So I'd like to see more biopics on, you know, different people. Yeah. Um, even like political figures, I wonder how that's going to work. You know, imagine someone just creating a biopic of Abacha or of MK Abiola or even like Fumilayo Ransom Kuti, mm. you know, of Ken Sarawiwa or Fela, of all the people we've talked about. Or, um, do you know an idea I had recently and I was thinking, hmm, should I share with the people? <laughs> should I share it or should I keep it? No. So it's basically like, you know, like the crown. Yeah. It it's kind of like around the royal family, but in that story are the sub stories of other yeah. people that you learn. I don't know. Did you have you watched the crown? Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's kind of like having a similar sort of play where maybe a political event is like the center of the story. But around it is the opportunity to learn of all the other sub stories mm-hmm. that were happening around the time and getting to like being introduced to all these different people and learning about them. And actually, the other day I was listening to an interview by a, a, a filmmaker, and she was and people obviously people have been talking about you know the whole it's almost like there's this whole recycling of stories in in Nollywood and we just. It's almost like comedy. Uh, the comedy is the genre that really sells the most. Mm. And the question is, are Nigerians ready for other... There's a necessity for other types of genre to gain ground. But the question really is, are Nigerians ready for that sort of... Of course they are. Will they go to the cinema and watch it? Is it going to gross as much income as the other... It may not gross as much income, but I feel as though at the beginning of any industry or when you're venturing into a new area, it's it's not necessarily about... You have to sometimes get out of your mind about like trying to make a profit. You're trying to get the content out there and build a community. So it's a passion project. You have to have the passion in mind as opposed to the, the money. Because when you think about it's a business, right? Even mm. trying to like get any sort of investor they're going to be asking you like you know 
what's our return? Mm. And if you're not ready to engage in that, then you need to be ready for it to be a passion project. Well, well, that's the that's a question though around infrastructure and like grant funding. Mm-hmm. You know, in the UK, there's you know a system for that. Yeah. So that's what needs to, to yeah. happen. I mean, it, I, I don't really know what the the funding, grant funding situation, situation is for the arts in Nigeria. But, you know, actually there's a, a, an, an interesting um, art piece documentary of Daughters of Jibok and it's okay. a VR, virtual reality experience. That one best story, best VR story at Venice Film Festival okay. in 2019. And we need, we need projects like that. Yes, to go to festivals yeah. and go on that market and then be seen uh, by potential investors. Yeah. So, yeah, we need more of that. Maybe we can produce something. One day is one That's day. Something. One day, one day. Watch out, guys! A production from the stable of Laren. <laughs> 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 but another thing I was thinking of: if there was like a historical figure, yeah from past history that mm. just one that you would love to meet Who spe- speaking at nigeria yeah nigerian history historical figure um, we don't care about any other history while you're thinking about it i have one in mind okay. i think i'd like to the are there a few the one that comes to mind immediately is ajayi crowther Okay. Bishop Samuel Ajayi Crowther. Mm-hmm. And just because of his story of like how he, from being in, getting into slavery, because I think when I think of Nigeria, Nigeria's history, the whole slavery, like the time of slavery and stuff and how it impacted Nigerians, mm-hmm. obviously it wasn't Nigeria at the time, it was like Yoruba Kingdom, whatever kingdom, all these other kingdoms. But how it affected the geography that is now known as Nigeria, it's not really well known. But I think Bishop Samuel Ajayi Crowther is one of the figures of Nigeria's history that I know of that had this sort of journey of going into slavery, you know, being taken away from his parents, going into slavery, the, the boats or the sheep was stopped halfway, he made his way to Sierra Leone, then somehow, somehow, you know, he was part of this missionary group, made it back to Nigeria, and then he was, like, one of the founding fathers of the missionary, you know, journeys in, in Nigeria and translating the Bible, mm. contributing to the Yoruba language um, Bible, and... Even just like the, the establishment of education in certain parts of Nigeria and all that stuff. And I think for me, it would just be like really interesting to sit with him and just to like... Because he also had histories of like the moments of like political... Because when he had to work with like all the um, English missionaries and, you know, the work they were doing in Africa and the whole politics and all that stuff. I'd like to just kind of sit down with him and understand like, you know... Because he was able to eventually trace back his mother from when mm. he was, it was when from when. It's just like this man had many lives, man. He had many lives, and I want to understand just what, what he went through and see mm. things from his own eyes, just because that's probably as far back in history that I know of that I can think of somebody who would have a lot to say mm. that cuts across different time periods. Okay. In a sense. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can't I can't think of one now. I suppose though for me I'm always I suppose I'm always just interested to 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 know like the experience of like the everyday person. I'm really inter- I'm I'm actually quite interested in the mundane of like how people behave mm-hmm. and their everyday like activities. Mm-hmm. I just I, I like to like observe people. Are you a people watcher? Yeah, I, I actually really like to people watch. <laughs> I could like sit in a park and I'm just, you know, looking at people, wondering what their story is, or like why have they worn the clothes that they have today and mm. why did they choose to eat that sandwich <laughs> or, or or something like that. So for me, I I suppose it's not even necessarily I just I would obviously like having a time machine and go back and like mm. witnessing like how like how did people move what did their voices sound like how did you know how did they stand before other people mm. i mean that stuff i always find really interesting because we have our interpretation you know we have films and documentary well not documentary but films and and shows of today, you're doing an interpretation of what you think the past yeah. was like, but yeah. it's, it's not actually what the past was, was like. like. Yeah, that's why I really love documentaries because you are capturing the reality, and usually the re- reality is actually even far more interesting than the fiction that we're watching. So that's something that I wish I could do. I would love to. I mean, there obviously there are parts of my history where I don't, I wouldn't want to see certain things, but. Watching people, you know, I mean, you can do it now, but. Uh, Are you glad you were born in this generation? Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Is this, because sometimes I think about, I, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I was born in this day and age, man. <laughs> because yeah. when I reflect on some of the hardships and, and just how life was generally mm. in some eras, I'm just like, I'm glad I was born for such a time as this. I'm glad I, I was born in a time. And I'm particularly glad I was born in the period, not just so much like I was born in the modern, like in the 21st century, but even being born in the late 80s where I can say I experienced certain things mm-hmm. of the old olden days, but then I was also growing up into the newness of into mm. the newness of all the things and it's like now we're going into the future mm-hmm. of goodness knows what the future holds. Mm. And it's like, I feel like I've had the best of a few worlds. And I'm glad that I'm born at a time when technology is what it is. Where, you know, despite the distance between families, sometimes I know I can get on a plane and in seven hours I can see my loved ones. Yeah. If I have the money. Yeah, there's just many things because I think I'm glad that I get to choose things for myself as a woman, being born a woman as well mm. in this day and age, I'm like, goodness, I don't know what I don't know what it would have been like born a woman in in nineteen hundreds or in the eighteen hundreds or whatever it was. Being African woman as well. Yeah, so there are many things that makes me glad that I'm part of history as it is now. That's interesting. Would so some people say, Oh, I wish I was born in the in the 20s like i wish i'd seen like i wish i don't because our wish... life was not 
The experience where people who look like us in the 20s was not all, all that. I think, I think that's an interesting thing with what, like, you know, entertainment can do. Because it can really provide this romanticised version yeah. of the past. I Yeah, I'm glad that, you know, I'm very glad for the time that I was born, the place that I was born, especially in that I'm... I'm I'm really lucky to be in a position where I know that there's different ways of being. Yeah. Especially as somebody who has, you know, like a, a multi-ethnic background, being able to look at different communities mm-hmm. and then some of the assumptions or judgments or prejudices that that different communities have of each other and then that have that perspective and be like, both sides have got it wrong, yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. like, that's not how, you know, things are. I think I'm very, very grateful for that. And that's, you know, that's due to increasingly, like, globalised nation and people migrating, or people yeah. have migrated a lot. So I'm very, I'm very grateful for that. I really like the fact that I can, like, have a sober view as well. So I can look at Britain or Nigeria or wherever and be like sober about any sort of critique or celebration of other people. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's such a luxury to use that word loosely, just being able to access these things when I compare it to like people who lived before us. I mean, there are people even like I was hearing a 80 something year old lady speak and she was talking about how she struggles with even using a apart from the fact that she's really old and all that stuff but just like people having to grapple with technology now who have lived through like world war Two, and they've lived through like really times of great recessions and things like that and you know i guess maybe they've had it's interesting what life is like for them it'll be interesting to hear how they view life and and what it's like but yeah no i'm glad i'm glad i yeah i'm glad i'm here for this moment but I guess, what are we looking forward to for the future? Yeah, for the future and on this podcast, there are some areas of exploration that I'd really like to get into. I would love to talk more about, you know, the history of various tribes Mm. of Nigeria. So that would be really, really fun. Yeah, talk about, you know, you have the known and prominent tribes, the Yoruba tribe, Igbo tribe, Hausa, but then some some of the more unknown yeah. tribes and like shine a spotlight on those also. Yeah. Would be really, really Yeah, I guess for me it's it's just trying to find hoping that we gain more exposure to different people and eventually being able to influence how Nigeria treats history how nigeria engages with history and what i mean by that in the sense of like at the moment i understand that even like history is not still is still not a part of the curriculum i'd like to engage i'd like the government to get to a point where the nigerian government engages us in producing contents for nigerian history for education for the young people because now everything is like book 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 people are not really reading books like that anymore you know i mean I say that loosely, but in the sense that you can learn via many 
mediums. Yeah. So you, we can write materials, but we can also produce videos and produce clips that children can listen to. You know, people can watch and, and all of these things, and it's going to require investment. And yeah, but I think in terms of content that I would like to talk about more on the podcast is, hmm, I don't know. I think. I was going to say, I don't know why I've got this thing with the mythical figures, but because I know that it's such a thing in in Nigeria, but I think I would like to talk about... Well, the myth thing is interesting because mm. with, with myths, obviously it's, it's, it's pointing to a greater theme or value or belief. Yeah. And that's, and so that's, that's always really interesting to yeah. investigate with. We've talked about myth making. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and actually it's a great part of like people thinking of how the tribes were formed. So there's always this argument on this group on Facebook on how, how the Yoruba nation came out of Benin and you know, is it Odudua or is it from Benin Kingdom or is it this or is it that? I'm just like, oh, cracky, you know, who knows where the Yoruba kingdom came from mm. and, and how there's a bit of similarity even in the languages of the Yoruba people and the Isakiri people and this and that and, you know, yeah, so it'll be quite nice to to learn about, to, to kind of like talk about that and find out more about, yeah. I don't know, the, the, the world is our oyster really. There's so mm. much to explore. Mm. So... It'll be good for our listeners to be part of this journey with us as we continue to learn and explore Nigerian history in all its various forms and in all its glory. Yes, <laughs> in all its glory. But yeah, hopefully we've shared a bit of ourselves and the listeners have gotten to know us a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> You so. look like you're you look like you're ready to you look like you're ready for bed. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, we're keeping it real on this podcast. That is the commitment that we are making, you know, for producing this podcast. But yes. No, thank you guys. That's why you need to listen. You need to follow us on all our platforms. You need to share, like, subscribe. You need to come. I know we're asking a lot of you guys, but please <laughs> support our ministry. Mm? <laughs> Encourage us. Help us. We're I begging. Love, oh, I love that you say that. Support the ministry. That's another, <laughs> that's another um, hashtag for the merch. <laughs> support <laughs> the ministry. Oh, listen. Rugged optimism. Support the hashtag. Support the ministry. Okay, everyone. I'm Evelyn and I'm Lara. Until we come your way next time. Next time. Bye. Bye.